I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Every little thing's going to be all right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Bet365. Oh, my giddy Gordon Bennett. Football, football, I like football. What about that Vincent Company winner for Man City? <laughs> what about that yeah. draw for Man United? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be one of those days where words barely scratch the surface. <sighs> it's been an unbelievable <laughs> few days in football. To the, it, it, I, I've been truly baffled as to how yep. we're going to do this. Mm. So we guess we have to go with it. Over, roll with it. Over to Pete Donaldson. Yeah. Well, what we need to do is, in the spirit of Liverpool and uh, Spurs, just have a really bad first half of the show. Yeah, okay. Just talk yeah. absolute nonsense. Leave it all no to more do. more than we usually do, and then yeah. leave it all to do. Pick up uh-huh. all the pieces in the second half. Yeah. Mm. I don't know if we've got the, the mental strength to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we've got the character. We haven't got the legs. Yeah. It's the end of the season. We haven't had I any mean, pre-season, really. Yeah. Can, can I open... I know I know people are rather eyes, but can I, can I open just by saying that I've never the, the thing a, a very short list of things in all the years we've covered football. Yes, a very short list of the things I've never experienced before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One is a manager too emotional to do a post match. Oh man, to the point where they have to say, "Yeah, we'll catch up with Mauricio later because he's a bit emotional." Fucking cry, baby, yeah. Luke. Yeah. Tell him, what, tell him what he is. Small, small time mentality. Small time mentality. Yeah. Yeah. So, two, unprofessional. Why is he not happy? A co-commentator. Oh man, not being able to speak because yeah. he's so emotional with it. And I, I. A decent proportion of my Spurs supporting friends mm. actually crying. Yeah. It, crying because it's so it means so much to them. Just to provide some balance on this, I want to speak for all the people who think that this is the worst thing that can happen. <laughs> yeah. Like I never thought this nightmare would be real. And and it and it is. Jim. And it's the absolute worst. The nightmare continues. Yeah. Doesn't it? <laughs> but from a human point of view, no. Nope. Okay. Not even, not even <laughs> entertaining it. I have no, I, I share no empathy for Jim. you, even if you are a Spurs, Spurs supporter who is very young or infirm. Jim, Jim's a bit nervy for Arsenal in the Europa Tour. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 What, what, what I absolutely love is if, if Spurs win the Champions League and Arsenal win the Europa League, that will, in a weird way, make it even worse for Arsenal because it's very much distinctly second best. Yeah. yeah, it would, it, yeah. Um, well, obviously, obviously, you want Arsenal to win yeah, the Europa League, but do you see what I mean? I'm being, yeah, yeah, no, but, I, I, but, but anyway, I've back to the Champions all the avenues. Arsenal Shall had, we go back to the Champions Arsenal League? Arsenal have had more opportunities to win <laughs> yeah. the uh, Champions League recently, or, or I think in the Champions League history, than yeah. Spurs have. Oh, of course so they have. Yeah, it's, it's, it's their Is own Daniel fault. Levy justified for not spending that much money? Yeah. <laughs> put, put into perspective how big that is for a team like Spurs. Oh. You can't really. It's, it's very difficult. hard. It's very difficult because people would say the same thing about Ajax. But oddly, I, I haven't actually checked this, which I probably should have done. But I think Ajax may well have spent more money than Spurs. Well, if they spent any money, than they have. Well, Dusan Tadic was a signing. Yeah. So, so there's one. <laughs> um, I, Ajax have had more success in the champ in, in the European Cup and the Champions League. Of course. Spurs have never been to the European Cup final, for no, example. No. So, so and to do it in and and it's, it's a combination of all these things. It's the fact they've never been there before. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that they've done it in, in a season where they were so not expected to do it mm, to, yeah. to, a, to a degree far greater than when Liverpool won the Champions League in 2005 yeah. for obvious reasons and then the manner in which they yeah, did it last night right, mm. just creates this perfect maelstrom of, of mm. like I said it's, it's the first time I think I've come to the studio to do the show where I thought do you know what I don't know really what we can say yeah. I know what you mean, this, but this is a side where, where their name was um, it would be a byword for messing things up, spursing it up. Mm, that yeah. was only a few seasons ago. A few seasons ago, they went to Newcastle on the last day and were hammered 5-1 by an already relegated side and didn't finish above Arsenal, which is something they hadn't done for, for years. Yeah. They were always in the shadow of Arsenal. Now, they have emerged from that shadow quite clearly in the last sort of uh, however many, two or three seasons uh, under Pochettino. And for a side who really, you know, in the Champions League last year, they, they performed very, very well, but they were outwitted slightly by Juventus, an yeah. ageing Juventus side in, in part. But but they were a little bit naive despite playing probably better football over the, largely over the two legs. So they've had some great... Great jaunts in the Champions League. By the way, we haven't even mentioned all the stadium business and all that yeah. kind of stuff. But this is a side who don't have, like Liverpool do, and Ajax, 
a history to go on. They don't have yeah. the kind of let's watch some videos about pre or, or our previous European Cup trials. Exactly, there is a sense and all though. that, and, and and they don't have any kind of sense of. I don't not entitlement. That's not what I mean, but a sense of belonging at the top well, table. I think, yes. though, but it's particularly with the stadium and them having just moved into it, they they feel that they're making that history now, mm. which is an incredibly powerful thing. And you can see how much that carried them through. That's right. Their belief is phenomenal. And bearing in mind Manchester City, who are who have been the best team or one of the best teams easily in England over the last few years, they've been phenomenal. Blah blah blah. Um, they haven't got past. In fact, no. Once they've got past the quarterfinals, mm. uh, which was before Guardiola, I think that was under mm. Pellegrini. Uh, and they were beaten by Real Madrid. This is a trophy that they desire so much and whatnot for for Spurs, who are the third. I mean, they're currently fourth. Mm. In, in the, the best is saying we don't even want it. Yeah. We, we don't even want to be in the final. But, but we're in the final. But I, but I, it just and 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 to to sort of widen it actually, um, and something Jonathan Wilson wrote a great piece about after the Liverpool win mm. is is we we so used to that era with with Barcelona and 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 Tiki Taka and Guardiola and whatnot. And by the way, we were saying this on on the continent. That's the best period of Barcelona's history. Hundred percent that we witnessed. Yeah. I think sometimes we think that Barcelona won trebles and no, won. They've, they've Jeff, built they've built their they've built their European history in the last 10, 11 years. Exactly. Mm. Uh, and, and piggybacking a little bit on Cruyff's dream team, of course. Mm, yeah. but, but that period with Guardiola, why, above and beyond anything that they probably expected. But you, you, we got into an era where it was all about passing, all about possession and whatnot. Still is to an extent, not chucking that out the window. But actually, the way Liverpool and Spurs play, it is a classically kind of... Uh, um, when I say old style, I mean in, in, in the best possible way, a very sort of English style. Klopp, mm. will, you know, Jonathan, our, our friend well, You mean about arms. pace and power. Pa- and pace yeah. and power. And, and the and, fullbacks basically fulfilling the roles of traditional wingers as well. And all that kind of stuff. And uh, with with Ajax and Barcelona, traditionally of a, of a certain ilk and whatnot... Now I know when you say English sides, they're both managed by foreigners. There's a lot of foreign players in there, so this is not. I'm not turning this into suddenly England are the best. Yeah, and whatnot. But but that style. Klopp always said that he never understood why England went away from their philosophy in the sort of 70s and 80s. And he's kind of as Jonathan Wilson said, he's almost like repackaged it and resold it back. But to also, the English but also with really good technical players as well. <laughs> yeah. Compl- oh, absolutely. This yeah. is not where a kind the touch of... is automatic, and you're not just clumping yeah. it up. Yeah, absolutely. So so you have this kind of pace, power, desire, grit, determination, all the rest of it, and those things have brought Spurs and Liverpool into a final of a Champions League, but on a much more kind of, uh, I suppose, silly level. It's... I love the fact in a Champions League semi-final. Big man up top for Fernando Llorente, yeah. nuisance value. It still has a place. He made more. <laughs> he made more of an impact than he did against West Ham when he got brought on. Do you know what? That's that, a, and that's all you can say, really. But that second goal when he had that chance. I mean, what a save it was! I was thinking, oh, Fernando. But, like, yeah. but look at the. But look at the. But look at the players that he's had to rely on: Zasoka, Wanyama, yeah. and Llorente. Like yeah. these. Are, this is like paucity of choice. This is desperation at yeah, times. Like, oh, but for, I mean, for the last few weeks they've been playing the team they've had to play. Yeah. They're putting out the team <laughs> they have to put out. Yeah. But the thing is, I think that speaks volumes to the the management of his squad and, and the, the transfers he's made from Pochettino because you know they're not bad players are they it's like, oh, they're good to players, describe them as being down to the bare bones a lot of teams in the Premier League would kill for those players yeah, how old is Laurenti like, oh, yeah, like, I mean, and, and to be honest the whole tie switch they made it harder than they needed to obviously because there were a couple of goals and, but Daly, Daly Blind versus uh, Laurenti just had no response for his physicality he just had mm-hmm. no response at all well, and, for a, and for a defender who's getting on a bit now it he should have it plays their hands Pete because mm-hmm. what they then had to do was they they, they knew that if they put the ball up there and got the ball forward early, and there are connotations with playing that way, but I don't think they need to be. In, in a situation you're in where you've got to get the ball forward early, they knew that Lorente will, will win the ball mm. and then they can get players around him and they were able to do that quite effectively. But the game itself, when they, when they were 2-0 down and it was half-time, and I think it was Genus maybe on, on the co-coms who said, this is their season now, there's nothing left for yeah. them to play for. Yeah. You know, they, 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 they're going to finish in the top four barring some crazy Haley's Comet type event, mm-hmm. they're going to finish in the top four. There's nothing else for them to play for. They've got 45 minutes to go out there, go back to the well one more time yeah. and see what you can do. Mm. And even about five minutes into the second half, you were thinking, fine, they're not going to do this. Yeah. Mm. That, I, I felt like the goal sort of came from nowhere. A bit of respectability yeah. you're looking for there. Absolutely. I mean, at half time, and, and I believe, I didn't know this, but the uh, was it Three Little Birds the every yeah. little thing's going to yeah. be right is what Ajax fans often sing that's like a song that's synonymous with their club yeah, yeah so they're singing that and booming it out just as the second half starting the atmosphere was a party atmosphere everyone yeah. they, th- I mean they thought they were through let's not let's, I don't want to start having a dig at Ajax but that's what happened on the night 
Ajax should be in that final. Yeah. And they should wake up this morning, well, if they got any sleep at all, absolutely gutted. Oh, they, they did, will. They but... didn't change their approach at all. They they, they didn't sort of go, mm. right, this is back to the wall a little bit. We, we need to start defending. Mm. They still played their triangles. Also, fair play, they hit the, hit the post and, they, and that mm. ball could have gone in. But they just did, they weren't pragmatic. pragmatic mm. And that was just, I think, just because they were just so young. Absolutely. In, in stoppage time, they had a chance to just take it in the corner yeah. and just mm. eat up time. And they didn't do it. And that obviously mm. led directly to the goal. I cannot believe that but goal even, came so late. Even when... when I mean, when uh, Vertonghen hits the bar, yeah. you think yeah. that's the chance. You know, Genius mm. was saying that in the commentary, they'll get one more chance. And then mm. there was a corner on about 93 minutes, 94 minutes. And Loris goes up and goes back again. Exactly. And yeah. it heads over the bar. And all the Ajax fans, way <laughs> like that. I, I'm a star, I There's an element of football which has always <laughs> been and will always be, despite all the... I mean, I was... I was Looking, reading the other day that Pep Guardiola's got 21 staff around him for different mm, jobs yeah. so he's really he manages a team who then manage a team he's got a delegate is there, is there a narrative manager manage narrative because it seems yeah. to be a lot of this this team. is the thing there's a lot of attempting to control the elements of football that you can control and I, I'm, I understand that I get it that you know aggregated marginal gains and mm. all the rest of it but there's a, a huge element of football that has always been and will always be chaotic and anyone who's played football at any level or, or has a working knowledge of, 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 of watching it or whatever. And we've all played in games at amateur level where you know something's happening. There's like an otherworldly kind of feeling that um, you're 4-0 down, yeah. you score a goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes it means absolutely nothing. You yeah. think, right, we've got a bit of respectability, as you say, Marcus. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you think, hang on a minute. The forces of nature. We've got a chance here. Yeah, the we've elements got a just start turning around. And, no, and, 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 and the most fascinating thing about it is not the attacking team, because what Spurs yeah. did last night was incredible, and what Liverpool did the night before was incredible, and we'll come on to talk about that. They deserve all the credit in the world. Those, those players for Spurs last night are now legends of that club forever, whatever happens. There are, there are players in that Ajax team who will never get over this in their entire career. No. And that's the sad thing about it. But what is interesting is the defensive side of this, the team on the other end of it, however good they are, whatever manager they've Mm. got, however much money they cost, whatever technical skill they've got, they can be Lionel Messi. Well, we saw that. Yeah, literally Lionel Messi. And no one can stop it. And that is the essence, the very essence of what football is all about. I've got no particular issue with stats people, tactics people. Everyone plays their part. Everyone makes the game a fascinating thing. But this otherworldly idea of what football can be in a chaotic manner is something that is just, you cannot replicate it, not only in any other sport, but possibly in no other element of life that I've ever experienced. It's incredible to watch, and it's very, very hard to put it into words. In fact, it may not even be possible to put it into words. That's why when a moment like that does happen, everybody, you saw the Ajax players, the, the outpouring of emotion. I mean, Pochettino, the way he was, and, and, and talking of those chaotic moments, Klopp and Pochettino, both very emotionally-led guys, they tapped into that. Mm, now, that yeah. can sometimes blow up in your face, but actually, if you do it in a certain way, which I think Pochettino and Klopp usually get it right, that can play to your advantage in in such effective ways as we saw in the last couple of days. Think of how impressive Pochettino has to be as an individual to do what he's done. Mm. And think of how, over, how overwhelmed he was at the full-time whistle oh, last night. Mm. That shows you the depth of emotion, the depth of feeling, because really, most he's a kind of guy, he's a successful guy, he, and he's played, he's played at World Cups. Mm. He's probably the type of guy that in this area, in terms of football... He probably backs himself a bit of deal with most things. Yeah, he, he was completely overwhelmed by it. Yeah, mm. the, th- the thing that got me, I thought the, the 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 coolest head wasn't even on the wasn't on the bench, wasn't in the dugout. Um, Deli Ali, where's that? Oh, that where's touch. that where's that performance been yeah. second half of this yeah. like first half of the season he, he was just no, in no way better late than never right? he, <laughs> so, he looked so relaxed yeah. in very tense yeah. moments and then and then uh, Mora's uh, quick feet for his I think second oh, like, I, like when if you're an Ajax defender and you see that going in I think that's the thing that kills you like yes. sorry yep. we've got five men behind the mm, box yeah. someone has to squeeze that, it through that was so unfortunate from, from the Ajax's defensive <laughs> point of view wasn't it but I think Deli Ali he is a sort of he's a he's a He's a cool head when he needs to be weirdly. You know, we've seen he can be got at in terms of his temperament, but you feel like in a game like that, he's always going to, you know, take that exact mentality of this is our season. Well, that, that we need side to do something foot kind of, that side foot uh, volley, but it was just like a stroke into yeah. the path of the keeper. And it was a good save in the end, but it was a very, very yeah. accomplished my, my, ta- my take on My take on Ali, having watched him in the flesh a number of times, is that he's he feels a bit more like a street player than you'd expect. He is technically decent and he can work hard and all that other stuff. But to me, he feels like the kind of instinct he cut player. And that, and that game plays into his hands because it's like, do you know what? The chips are down. Yep. We control whatever yeah. formation tactics we want, whatever system. But this is going to lend itself to your skills. If you play on instinct and you pick out passes and you do mm. what comes to you naturally, 
you'll be able to do what he did, which is, of course, lay on a couple of assists. And Lucas Moura has absolutely got that in his locker. I think he looked like the best player in the league in the first month of the season. He looked like the best player in the world for crying out loud. No, but in the first month of the season, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was amazing. Yeah. I think he might have even got player of the month. He was really good. He started and then, very well. Like to the, when he started, I, I was thinking to myself, blimey, he could be player of the season. Yes. The way he's going. And but so, that, so he, he, I mean, he'll remember that hat-trick probably a bit more than the um, hat-trick he scored against Huddersfield uh, the month before. I mean, I'm that, sure. that <laughs> performance to Spurs fans will be... Legendary. What, what, it's legendary. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Mate, we, he's, they've given us the final that we want. The Sissoko win Alden Rindley. Exactly. <laughs> the <laughs> final. <laughs> the relegators, what? as I call it. I actually got a tweet about that. I got a tweet from, from uh, Rob Hunter saying, how does Pete feel about Sissoko v. win Alden Champions League final? Yeah, it's the relegators. That's what I call it. Like I mean, a little crime fighting duo. Relegators. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> it could really be the start of something big for Spurs as well, just like even even into the future, because with Daniel Levy being what he is and the, the, the Champions League being the shop window that he is, I mean, you could be looking at 80 million for Sissoko to Real Madrid. Yeah, <laughs> you know, based be, on those but, performances. But something you say there, Jim, is, is true because... <laughs> Uh, what the Spurs want to do, you're right. When uh, I forget, maybe it was you, Jim, who said they're creating their own narrative and whatnot. If you're a footballer uh, and you see that Spurs side with the spirit they have, the manager mm. they they have. No, I know that people saying, "Oh, Pochettino said he might leave win the Champions League." I mean, I'll believe that when I see it. Mm. Uh, the, the the new stadium, blah blah blah. If you're a young footballer, you now be looking at Spurs, thinking, "I'm gonna play that." Yeah, they're one of the top sides, clearly. And, and the yeah. big and the big story around. I was at the opening game of their new stadium, and the big story around it with the the, the souvenir magazine they gave away and the things that people were saying were I think it was coming from Pochettino himself perhaps I might be wrong on that but I definitely heard it said by someone at the club we're now a world class team mm. off the pitch now we've got to become a world class team on the pitch yes. and I don't think they expected to happen in the sort of month <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but now they're in a Champions League final and, and, and you know what oddly the only Champions League game they played there they lost yeah I know I know. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's amazing for a whole generation of fans of a club who've never seen no fan ever of Spurs has seen their team in a European Cup final mm. and now they get to do that and you know Danny Kelly who I work with on, on TalkSport regularly he's a big Spurs fan well, he says me pictures of himself in floods of tears he's like, <laughs> it means a lot to these people he's in his 60s yeah. it means a lot to these people and, 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 and I, I'm, as from the outside looking in Good on them. I hope they have a great final. I hope Liverpool have a great final as well. I don't really mind necessarily who We wins. hope they, they both win. I, yeah. I, I, hope that, uh, I hope that Ajax manage to keep their team together a little yeah. bit. They won't. I, 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 know, I know De Jong's going. Someone, someone said a great tweet, which is the best thing to come out of this Ajax team being broken up is that Ed Woodward's almost certainly going to bid for <laughs> Klaus-Jan Huntelaar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was, uh, what's his name? Jack Lang, I think. Yeah, Lang, I'd like to echo the sentiments that uh, I wish Liverpool a good final. Um, did, <laughs> you, um, did you see the, um, the Dutch footballer who ended up getting sacked over this game from his club oh, yeah. because he pretended he was sick and he went to London to watch the first leg um, and his teammates saw him in the crowd at oh, the Spurs Ajax game and obviously that's fed back to the management well, and they stitched gone. him up yeah well, uh, somehow the management found him and uh, he said um, I just called in sick and of course it wasn't the best decision in the end someone found out so uh, yeah his name's Jordi uh, van der Laan. if anyone's looking for a, a Dutch striker yeah. he's going <laughs> a few yeah. commitment issues but I'm yeah. sure he's <laughs> apparently good. afterwards he even said um, oh well I mean I might as well go to the first to the second leg now so if anyone's got a ticket and some fans <laughs> had a spare one and said yeah, if you get us a round of drinks you can have ours he's like great it's not worked out <laughs> not worked out well at all no it hasn't it's, it's a terrible run of events for him uh, Tottenham are now 6-4 to four to win go. the Champions League with bet 365 £10 returns £25 including stake yeah it may be a sort of a futile thing to bring up but they are playing Everton on the weekend How's Marco Silva going to set up against that? We're supposed to preview that game. Well, I think I, I think we can. Be, I it. think we can be forgiven. Yeah. Um, and and <laughs> it just shows you, doesn't it, how good that sort of Spurs win was? Because who would have thought that uh, Liverpool Barcelona, in some way, perhaps not for for many, but in a way, sort of slightly overshadowed it. I've never thought when Liverpool <laughs> beat Barcelona four 0 that that wouldn't be at the top of the, of the running order. Well, I thought when Company scored that goal, well, that would be a big story. Are we, today. Are we setting? Is, are Spurs like really like giving us like the old? Uh, the eyes here and sort of setting us up for the spursing of all spursings the big swing in the Champions League places <laughs> a, a, a massive wreck in the final I think they're happy just to be there yeah. I, mean, I think yeah. if Liverpool yeah. beat them 3-0 in the final I think Spurs could not be accused of spursing it up 9-0 9-0 Marcus and out the Champions okay, League places so we, we've basically done a really touching 15 <laughs> minutes about how yeah. the and then we'll talk about and the then, news of 9-0 in the final and then, it's and disrespectful then, no, it is. it's not disrespectful dry more rot. of it and then they spot dry rot and rot flies there's a schism around this in table the, that side and this side yeah, we're, we're you, the purists could um, you just leave dry rot in a stadium 
I don't know. And then it affects it overall. I don't know. <laughs> could, could we just start ferrying it in? We must talk about Liverpool because we've <laughs> yes. talked about Spurs there. Um, but I mean, they provided us with one of the greatest comebacks in the history of the competition in terms of overturning a first night deficit. I And again, we talk about Spurs not having Kane and, and a number of their other key players. Mm, yeah. When Liverpool don't have Salah and, and Firmino, you think to yourself, all right, well, I know Rigi scored the odd important goal. <laughs> yeah. Jakiri's a decent player. But really... I can't even remember the Games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, you know who okay. my my absolute man of the match for the night was was uh, Oakley Canonier. I think that's how you pronounce ball it. Boy. The ball boy uh, yeah. who had the quick thinking. Got to have to, an assist with that well, to, to do that. Well, they've been brief, haven't they? Well, apparently they've been brief because like mm. it's just nice to see something I guess pay off because obviously it wasn't. It, it was two items to this. I mean, obviously people are talking about the quick ball boy work because they'd noticed systemically that they'd. Uh, that they'd noticed that Barca had, they just kind of like become a bit sluggish when, yes. the, when the ball goes dead. Well, it was more that they were complaining and taking up right. time, wasn't yeah. it? And um, it wasn't just, but for me, it was Trent, the fourth emergency service oh. AA, doing, <laughs> doing the fake out, doing the fake out because oh, yeah. he walks away from, it's Mark Henry, WWE, fake retirement, Body yeah. slamming John Sleet. He even confused Shakiri. Yeah. <laughs> Shakiri came over to take it. Oh, it was fantastic. And then when, when, when Alexander Arnold whips it in, Shakiri sort of looks around. Yeah. So what, Can I just say Shakira looked confused quite a lot the night? <laughs> yeah. He was the one outfield player that looked a little bit confused by what he was happening. He did a very, very good clearance at one point in the, yeah. in the yard. I think he had an assist as well, good. I think. Yeah. Yeah. But Origi's got obviously a very good sense of occasion. He's got some very mm. important goals. But the finish for that, yeah. I would have been put on that bottom right, maybe bottom left, but I would not yeah. be like top corner in it. The first it one was far from a tap-in as well. He had to be very quick with his feet there. Oh, it was great. By the way, we should say that we did talk a little bit about this game on On The Continent. Yeah, we talked about it from the Barcelona point of view and what it means for them and and the manager Um, and the rest of it. But sod them for the moment. Well, 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 Barcelona pied it in way more than Ajax did. Ajax (laughs) showed a bit more than Barcelona. And also, Liverpool got, I'm sorry, Barcelona got form for it and they're a much more experienced side as well. And, you know, but the moment this is the beauty of these of these games. There are moments where Barcelona had chances, not maybe huge chances, but they had decent opportunities. Allison made a few good saves, and he then what, some of the decision making. I mean, that that tackle from Van Dijk to nip it off Messi. Yeah, why oh, was it yeah. Alba? Um, who, yeah. who I felt could have shot yeah. but he squared it to Alba. Messi. Had a one-on-one as well, didn't he? Yeah, I think oh, God, that yeah. that Van Dijk back heel that to Stegen was was quick too. Like. Mm. Yeah. That was great goalkeeping there, but what what a hit from or what a <laughs> improvisation say, from Van I forgot Dijk. to mention this very very quickly. Ninety six minutes in in that Spurs game, Lamella trying to nutmeg the advancing. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Field. <laughs> I was I I, I can look I can other than the fact that I love football, I care yeah, less whether yeah, Spurs yeah, do yeah. anything. Right, I was screaming at him. What are you doing, yeah. man? <laughs> it's like Ericsson away to Man City. Yeah. when that VAR got them out of that one. Do you know what I when think Ericsson was... hook it? Yeah, do you know what I think he was doing? <laughs> I, yeah, that was that was terrible. That was worse. But I I wonder, cause, and the reason it made me think about it was the point Jim makes about the ball boy in the Liverpool game. I wonder now if players at that level in the Champions League with this multi-ball system feel like if they lump it into the stand, yeah, it doesn't work. It's coming back on it's again straight away. Yeah, yeah. Which is why so you, it's, it's almost not a, it's almost not, not worth a, doing. Yeah. Which, is yeah. why you, which is why you sneak it, you knock it into the corner slowly. Exactly, yeah. like a little well, goal shot. Just, to be fair, easier said than done when it's all going <laughs> off yeah. in the last minute on a know. greasy surface. But there's a great <laughs> shot when Origi puts that ball away, obviously for, for the winner. Um, and three Barca defenders, the top half of their body has started moving, yep. but their feet are planted in the yeah, ground. It's Oh, Seeing, so much yeah. about that match was lovable. This 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 really plays into the Liverpool history and the oh. tradition, and, and this adds another chapter the in the thing story. that we were saying. The Spurs don't have exactly. Liverpool have it in abundance. Some of the some of the stuff that's come out at the, at the game, you know, I mean, apparently Jordan Henderson kind of marching into the dressing room at halftime, saying to the physio, "Just give me a jab, give me tablets, give yeah. me anything." Just give me and, and on that note, Harry Kane apparently in the in the Spurs dressing room at halftime went down and gave him a bollocking. Did he? Yeah, yeah. which Kieran Trippier was like, it inspired us. But anyway, carry on. Back yeah, on I was just going to say, and, mm. and so, you know, the, 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 the way they really were able to so tap much. into the atmosphere. And I do think, <laughs> I do think that, um, and we've talked about this on the show before, when teams come to Anfield in Europe, yeah. they find it hard. Mm. And they find it hard because the atmosphere is good. The atmosphere is far better on, the, on a European night than it is perhaps on a Saturday in the Premier League, but that's a different story. But I, the reason I thought Liverpool couldn't do this on Tuesday night was for, there were two reasons. One, because I thought Barcelona would score. Mm-hmm. And two, because I thought Barcelona are too long in the tooth mm. and they've got too many experienced players. Learning from last year. PK. But you would learn no, from last that's year. That's right. But then yeah. they've got PK, they've got Busquets, they've got Messi. I mean, even someone like Suarez, Vidal, mm. very experienced Alba. players. Yeah. Alba. They're not going to be intimidated by that. No. And I, I came away from that game thinking, you know what? Messi covers up a lot of cracks in that team. Mm-hmm. And when he can't do it and when they deal with him... There's just nothing. There's no answer. But also, I, th- I thought to myself, it's the epitome of the twelfth man. And who said it before the game? 
that he was keen to see what Liverpool do tonight. And he said, Anfield is the worst place you want to go to. Big and arson. Big Veng. Did he? Big yeah. Veng said that. Um, awesome a man who perhaps would have done well to, to remember his he's own a, words. He's a few an years excellent ago. pundit. He is. I could listen to him talk all day. He's great. And, so knowledgeable. Um, get him back. And a beautiful uh, accent. <laughs> <laughs> but did you find it odd that Valverde played exactly the same way in the second leg as he did in the first? Because Liverpool had large chunks of that first game. Uh, they did, yeah. but I, just, I think he thought to himself, well, we're beating them 3-0. And that did paint over the cracks of Liverpool. Massively. I, I think we, I think Klopp said it was one of his favourite um, European yeah. passes of Liverpool. And I thought they played wonderfully at times. They, they, they Messi was just the difference. Well, exactly. And I think that's probably what Valverde thought. He, he probably mm. thought we're on for trouble with Barca. I don't know what he thought. But I think that he, There's no excuse for losing that. No, but no, the, the early, early, in normal time as well. Absolutely. The early goal really rocked Barcelona. Though. You could see it well, straight I, away. I, just I, do you know what, Jim? I, I, if I may sort of slightly disagree with you, I, I don't think it did because I think Barcelona still had a chance. I think it was the second goal it was to Stegen's mistake. Well, no, but what I mean is that it sort of set the narrative. They're like, oh God, in the stadium. They're all like, this well, is on. Mate, Great. Okay, okay, so. And then you're swimming upstream a little bit then. Even when you're 3-1 up, and at that point, you know, as you say, when mm. that second goal comes in, it's what Luke was alluding to earlier, that feeling mm. that this is on. And then that takes over. And in a, in a stadium that's as loud as that anyway, yeah. that just becomes such an almost tangible feeling. Yeah, and the thing is, I mean, Liverpool even had injuries during the game. With Robertson going off. Yeah. Yeah. But they weren't even hanging on at the end. One no. goal would have done no. it for Barcelona. And, and, and they did very well, Liverpool. After they scored their first goal, they gung-hoed it for a little bit. Mm. And I think they probably got instructions from someone saying, you don't need to do this. No. You just just keep it tight. Yep. Build and build. Put, ramp the pressure up. Mm-hmm. And obviously, that, that, that was a gamble because it involved them getting a goal after half-time, which obviously they got two of, which yep. is great. After that, the right was on but the this wall. But is, this is game management for you. It was a bit like with Spurs with Ajax. It's almost like you scored two goals, bang, bang, really quickly. You're right back in it. Um, then what do you do? Do you then massively push on for the third? Well, I suppose you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't, depending on how the game pans out. Because if, if you if you don't push on and go for that third and then I score, you think, oh, well, why didn't you do that? So it's yeah. very easy. As you say, that's the, the, the chaos that, that, that football throws up. But sometimes you, you, you get yourself back into it and then just, right, let's just calm down for a moment. Let's just re, rethink re, uh, and have a breather. Because if you then get the goal, like Liverpool scored the goal after 50-odd minutes. Mm. Yeah. There's still loads of the game to play. Yeah. Yeah. And then when they scored the fourth, it was 7-9. Ideally, you want to do, well, ideally, you want to do what Spurs did, give them absolutely nothing. Yeah. You know, but ideally, <laughs> you want to kind of get back on level terms or back within a goal to win the tie with a little bit of time left so you don't have to massively panic and then you get the winner late on when it's too late for the other t- for, for too much momentum to swing that really helped Spurs the other that. way yeah I, I, I feel that um, you know that is a, this, again it's just another chapter in their story <laughs> it, 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 it's very very hard to process everything that's happened over the last few days I thought I was really pleased for Milner he was obviously very emotional for the final whistle yeah. he's been such a, a servant to them as he always is I believe he's out of contract in the summer by the way yeah. so I mean I don't know what's going to happen there. But a, a kind of player who back to Newcastle maybe you know, we, we hear, we hear um, at the start of the season after everyone comes back from the World Cup of course Milner doesn't go we hear that he comes back and in the first pre-season meeting he's just posting the best numbers of any player <laughs> yeah even though he's in, you know, getting into his mid thirties, he he, you never hear him complain. You oh. never hear him agitate for a move. What a player! You never hear him moaning about playing a certain position mm-hmm. like other players have had. He'll play wherever you need him to play. You know, it's almost like automatic. Soon as Robertson has to go off, mm. they bring on. Um, who do they bring on Gomez? Uh, uh, they brought they brought Wijnaldum. someone on. They brought, they brought someone on. Yeah, Ronaldo maybe. Yeah, it was Ronaldo. Yeah. And Milner just automatically slots into fullback. Yeah, yeah I'll play mm. there. Don't worry about mm. it. In a Champions League. So, it's all very well doing that at home to yeah. Huddersfield when you're tuning up. But the great thing about you know. Milner is how, how he's peaked later on in his career. Yeah, it's great. This guy, we yeah. knew him when he was 16. Yeah. yeah. Which that's the thing. Callister-esque. Yeah. Mm. But actually, he, he was <laughs> like one of those players, players, though, where because he was always <laughs> so... Because his strengths were so apparent and he mm. was very mm. sort of no-nonsense, there was not a lot of hype around him, uh, which has actually, I think, mm. aided him growing into this very position. True. But it was very interesting what Virgil van Dijk was saying after the game, which was that actually if City win in the league it's not the end of the world because this is the start of a sort of another golden era for mm. Liverpool and that sort of mentality is great for them because even if they do miss out on the league having the Champions League to aim at particularly if they win it obviously mm. it, it makes that an irrelevance almost it's not a setback mm. and it's such, it's a great platform for next season already oh, they, really can, they can they can have an era if they want Absolutely. it well, they've, they've got to beat Wolves yeah, this weekend have. remember the Premier League yeah, yeah. Uh, they've got to beat Wolves there is a tight race happening this weekend yeah, as well that's right Yeah, crazy um, so they need to beat Wolves to have to have any chance it's like a final across two different games it is yeah <laughs> and, and, and it just goes to show how crazy the last couple of days is because we, we're pushing Manchester City and company <laughs> and the title race chat into the second half yeah. of this podcast well we have to Wolves are 13-2 to two to upset the party Ooh. and win at Anfield £10 with bet 365 returns £75 including stake should they do so mm. we'll also put the emails in the second 
half. So let's go for a break now, P.E.D. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Football Ramble Live returns to a theatre near you. And I've got a bigger props budget than ever. Don't believe me, just watch, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Football Ramble Live! If you could choose the next FIFA president, who would you go for? The blind orphan. <laughs> OK. You, again, Have we got any blind orphans yet? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> In London, we've got Hackney, Alexandra Palace, Shepherds Bush and Hayes. Guildford, Liverpool, Northampton, Brighton, High Wycombe, Sheffield and Leeds. Which footballer would you choose to walk the Nile with? Nile Ranger, obviously. Straight yeah. <laughs> Newcastle, Norwich, Birmingham and Salford. Get your tickets now at Ramble. RambleLive.com. That's RambleLive.com. Do it now. I think it's RambleLive.com. Yeah. <laughs> all, the, all, the, all the cities are correct, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, great. Uh, uh, well, I didn't want to add, and not Nottingham. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're not coming to Nottingham. No. Uh-huh. Good stuff. You do get your tickets. I say that fairly quickly. Mm, um, so some of them might even be sold out. So move while you can. Get involved, everybody. Right, let's have some emails with PED. Say I'm the only bee in your bonnet. Not the bees! You've got mail. Bad beat. We've all got mail. Mm. Uh, first time email uh, following Spurs somehow getting to the Champions League final. Uh, I soon uh, came to think of uh, Moussa Dembele, who left in January. How much would he regret that now, especially given yeah. Spurs are crying out for that type of midfield in recent <laughs> weeks? Can you think of any other players that have left a club just before they go on to do Michael Owen. things? Michael Owen. Think, left Liverpool yeah, and then the, the following Liverpool season they won the Champions yeah. League. If you may allow me to be parochial for just a second, right. I think Matt Taylor might have left just before Pompey won the FA Cup. That's big though. <laughs> he was a great that servant for us. Bingo. Yeah, he's a great servant for us. That is big. <laughs> just saying. Uh, yeah, if you've got I'm any others, if you've got any others, let us know. Shut the fuck, shut the fuck, uh, That's from Michael. Uh, hello to uh, Nick John. Um, howdy Ramble now that the dust has settled from the Ajax Spurs game I'm a Spurs supporter and I cried slash vomited uh, I was wondering uh, what you call Lucas Moura's weak foot hat trick and where does it rank Ooh. among the other types of hat tricks I remember someone yeah. someone mailed in a few weeks ago it's a really ago good point about like a hat trick in one half uninterrupted by another player scoring was a perfect hat trick a weak foot hat trick surely that's even better than that well I scored one last season Peter yeah. oh right um, you so haven't got I, a weak yeah, foot you haven't got a weak foot hey, thank you, you I've got a strong one yeah. uh, finally for now Chris emails in my boss has stolen my football ramble mug on two occasions this week so I need your help to, to, to determine whether or not he's a listener to the podcast and therefore has been sh- uh, has been shamed to the millions of listeners or he is not aware and he's just pulling a weird power move on me and stealing my move to be a dick. Could be both those Could things. be both. Yeah. Uh, Chris's boss stop stealing his mug at you. Yeah. yeah what's, what's his boss called? Does he say? He doesn't say no. Well, do I can... mean, Chris's boss is quite vague, isn't it? Well, if he's got a football ramble, if he looks down now and he sees a football ramble mug in yeah. front of him and with a mini soup in it, and he's a boss of a man called Chris, mm. it's probably trying mm. well, Listen, get your own mug. They're available for, I yeah. think, thirty nine ninety nine. at theramble.com. Wow. Lovely old two ramble live tickets. Yeah. Super. There we are, ladies and gentlemen. Right, shall we actually talk about the Premier League title race now? Yes, yeah, why, why not? Um, Feels like we should do, really. It seems a long time ago now, but um, Manchester City beat Leicester 1-0 and Vincent Company scored a beauty to Did the you shore. see the fan? Oh, oh yeah. So for those of you who haven't seen it, in the replay of the shot of the camera angle behind Vinnie Company, as he's winding up the big right mm-hmm. exocet, a guy just gets up about his seat and just starts walking off with his back to the play mm, yep. and disappears as it smashes into the net. It could have been an emergency. 
Could have needed some insulin yeah. or something. Well, he was, he was moving quite slowly, but then I suppose if he needed insulin, that might be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what I get for jumping in halfway through a sentence. Yeah. <laughs> According to Oily Sailor on Twitter, Vincent Company has attempted 37 shots in his uh, time at Manchester City from outside the box, and only one's gone in. <laughs> Save it. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. The rest are a full sense of security. Was it, was it Aguero? <laughs> He's just tuning up. <laughs> Aguero at the end said to Company, like, in front of the cameras, like, I, was, I was telling you, don't shoot, don't shoot. And I was thinking, yeah. actually, when I score... People shout that at me, and I play up top a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Don't shoot. Did you see that photo of Guardiola and uh, company looking at each other? Mm. Guardiola's emotions must have been so conflicted yeah. because he, it would have been against all of his principles. Yeah. But, you know, there is an element, and in a weird way, it taps into what we're saying in the first half. Sometimes... Yeah. Someone just gets the ball and smashes it in the top corner. There's nothing anyone could do about it. And I'm very pleased for company that Mm. was him because they needed him and it was a real captain's thing to do. But they needed it though. I mean, Rodgers was close to getting his revenge. uh, But Manchester City... You're just glossing over that, are you? Yeah. After your predictions last week. Mm, He didn't really get his teeth into it, did he? (laughs) (laughs) Well... Kalechi and Andrew should have got an equaliser. Oh, some Agent of the conspiracy Inacho, theories yeah. on Twitter were amazing. I saw one, and I think it was genuine, which was Kalechi and uh, Inacho needs to be arrested and the game replayed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there was a guy who called into a phone in the, this week, Liverpool fans, saying that there should be a special trophy made for Liverpool. I saw second. that, and yeah. I think you know Liverpool fans <laughs> of a certain vintage <laughs> are not like that, and we know plenty of, of sensible Liverpool fans. But sometimes, if you're listening out there and you support Liverpool. For us outsiders, mm. this kind of feels like why well, you shouldn't be allowed to have nice things. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe more, if they win the Champions League, they can c- consider that the trophy for second place it, as well. It, yeah, it's, yeah, it's more like a lot of like the chat on in, on the internet is actually yeah. quite childish, and and, and and they do have a lot of young fans. So well, they have I a lot can't of fans, feel, don't so, they? Yeah, so, so I, how, I can't stop feeling bad for them. How am I doing, boss? <laughs> Every club has them. True, Every club true. Has them. Some have but more they than just others. Seem, yeah, <laughs> they, they seem to have a lot more. But it was a really important, obviously, a really important win, and you know, Marcus. Even you and your Even most um, cheeky of moods, your most mm. fruity of moods, would yeah. not suggest that Brighton are going to do the business. Like, the no, I'm not, yeah, and no. that means Brighton could do it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I mean, yeah. they, they, stay out of it, Marcus. But Jim said through. to me that Brighton looked quite a good team. You saw them last yeah. week. Huh? <laughs> uh, Man City, they've come through. It's tricky. impossible to break down. They've <laughs> <laughs> they've got, unless it's a penalty they've come through very tricky matches they beat Spurs 1-0 they beat Manchester United 2-0 they beat Burnley 1-0 and then Leicester 1-0 so they've done that all without conceding a goal which makes me think that free scoring Brighton free scoring yeah. Brighton could be the side <laughs> but I mean really it's almost slightly Leicester City like when they won the league just get just, it done just get it now, done now. Yeah. obviously Man City is a little bit different but you look at the Spurs game Spurs should have probably scored their chances against Manchester United they had chances but I felt Man City were in control against Burnley of course, if the goal doesn't go in, they've still got 20 minutes or 25 minutes, whatever it was, to score, and you would back Manchester City. But the margins are so tight. And against Leicester, they score that wonderful goal. They weren't weren't really carving Leicester open that much. Although, again... I felt that, Marcus, I felt like Man City at that point were getting bogged down. I really do. I yeah. feel like they were... They, were they needed like a big player to produce a big uh, moment, I, I, and, and yeah. that is the absolute epitome of that. But as I say, in the same way with Ajax, when they had that long throw after Lucas Moura got the winner... Um, you think to yourself, oh, just make sure, lads, because that yeah. would be the most uh, ridiculous turnaround at all. But if if, an, if Ian Hatcher scores that goal, company's goal is what... Man City do a great line in playing pin-perfect, laser-accurate passes... Mm fast around the box to drag a team out of position, yes. finally get a ball inside the fullback, mm-hmm. and then they do an amazing line in the most underwhelming, along-the-floor, slow crosses, <laughs> yeah. which always hit at least the first, possibly the second defender, mm-hmm. and nothing ever comes of it. But and I'd like a lot to, of them, though. Yeah, and I, true. <laughs> One's going to go through. I, I like to think that at some point, company just said, right, he fucking enough. Yes. yes. Give me the fucking ball. Yeah. And well, he did the way he stepped it. up. The way he stepped yeah. up and he moved into position. He thought about it once. He did. He took another step yeah, forward. Thought, uh, <laughs> even, yeah, that well, is a little bit far out. But, but the, the space <laughs> was still there, wasn't it? Well, it was still there. But the, but the reason why the space is there is that Maguire, who had a pretty good game, and, and so did um, Chilwell, was, was very mm. good marshalling uh, Silver as well, putting him onto these yeah. weaker foot and so on. It did textbook uh, John fullback. John did okay as well, yeah. Yeah, textbook fullback play. Actually, what do you do if you're a defender? Bearing in mind the way Luke just des- accurately described the way Man City like to drag the, the defence all over the place uh, and whatnot you 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 have to concede somewhere and if you're going to concede and say okay Vincent Company's got the ball 30 yards out however long it is out and he's going to have a crack that's fine 
Yeah, Brendan yeah. Rodgers won't care about that. No, I'm telling that's you that. absolutely if fine. If Brendan Rodgers believes in the way he wants to play football and believes in how his team should be set up, yeah. he should not be given a second thought to Vincent Kompany no, scoring He's that tried goal. this 36 times. He's never had because, any luck. Because that's the percentage play. Yes. If you, if you run Against it, Man City and you're a weaker side, you have to play percentages absolutely, at times. Absolutely. So Leicester... Were, Sometimes football laughs at us all, though. <laughs> <laughs> hey. In this case, it's laughed at Leicester. But and, can, and a bit Liverpool. Can Hewton's heroes defend to the hill and stop well, Man this City This is it, isn't it? Because Brighton... I mean, they've got... Or are they on that shingle beach already Jim it's, it's a pebble beach um, oh, but they, they, they've got to dig in like never before really haven't they but I mean let's I mean let's kind of try and think through a situation where Brighton can actually do this because Liverpool are probably going to fly out of the blocks against Wolves you would think mm-hmm. you know it's, it's not entirely you know unthinkable that they'll get an early lead because they're at Anfield they're very very motivated and so you know Lewis Dunk and Shane Duffy are very very good defenders they they, they, they dig in mm-hmm. and they are quite used to this sort of backs to the wall defending definitely so, a match for Sergio I mean Aguero. this is going to be this is probably going to be a sort of an attack versus defence style Training situation is it and do you yeah. think Brighton will do you think they'll feel that? Do you think they'll feel like stopping someone winning the league is sort of an achievement in itself? Oh, or does that, does that not come into Look at the head? way that Leicester kind of... Well, didn't raise their game, but they were, they were very, very good. They defended very no, s- no, resolutely. No, no professional footballer doesn't want to win a game. And, yeah. and, and I want to be part of that. It, people are going to be in the shop window, certainly at Brighton's end of... You know, the business end of the league. Just They're going to be listen to the three of you. What? Absolutely ridiculous. You have a go at me. Roger's revenge and all the rest of it. You're talking up Brighton's chances. Man City are going to win three or four. We're not talking it up. We're considering potential outcomes where they actually get something from can the I, game. But I, it's not the same. Okay. Can I, also, I, don't, I don't think it actually matters because what Liverpool need to do is improve on Man City's result. And I don't think we can assume that they're necessarily going to do that. I have the same feeling about this game, Liverpool-Wolves, as I did with the Newcastle game. And of course, Newcastle drove Liverpool very close. And Wolves are a better team than Liverpool. And Wolves love the big occasion. I know I said that a lot, but they do. Their records Wolves are a better team than Newcastle. It. Yeah. Is that yeah. What, is that, what did I say? You said Wolves are a better team than Liverpool. No, sorry. They're a better yeah. team than Newcastle. Yeah, absolutely. And I believe, especially after what's happened this week, it might be tougher than Liverpool for Liverpool than we think. The only thing I would say to, to put the chills up Man City fans, although it, it won't do because ultimately they won the game, but when they had that home game against QPR, when just win that and you'll yeah. be absolutely fine. Now, obviously, they did win it. Yeah. So And it was absolutely fine. What's your point? Uh, my point <laughs> is, Chip, man, I think you know That's what I'm what going with. That's what they said. Aguero, it's absolutely fine. That's <laughs> what they said. And, and everyone went, oof, that was... Yeah. Absolutely fine. That was absolutely <laughs> close. A bit close for comfort, but we thought we'd come through. <laughs> yeah. uh, that, that, they were so close to stuffing that up. And yes, that would have been one of the great stuff-ups mm. in, in, in the history of top flight. They're, they're now 1-10 to 10 to win the Premier League, Manchester City, uh, mm-hmm. with bet 365, £10 returns, £11, including stuff. Yeah. So after all that chat about Spurs, getting to the final Liverpool getting to the final Man City now honing on the league with that with that great goal to win it against Leicester thought what other narrative is left to talk about and I found one we've found we said narrative quite a lot <laughs> You've done very well the race for 10th spot it's Watford <laughs> versus West Ham 10th versus 11th I could have gone the race for 12th between Palace and Bournemouth no 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 not big enough <laughs> uh, it, w- it wouldn't be a fitting uh, a following on what no. we've just spoken about should we go straight to the best bet <laughs> <laughs> West Ham need to win this one if they want to finish 10th alright <laughs> well, you've got a top yeah. half spot up for grabs well, here I Luke Ball this show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Marco Arnautovic um, is scoring again and the draw between these two is 5-2 to 5-2 to <laughs> £10 with better 365 returns £35 including stake I mean, just quickly though on West Ham what do you think Pellegrini said that it was his first season in Europe without qualifying for European competition he, he set his sights on achieving a European place next season there's talk of um, a few high owners leaving to free up some transfer uh, funds for, for West Ham potentially um, Pellegrini he, he is a man who's got a bit of calibre especially in in, 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 uh, in in European competition and whatnot he will want to drag West Ham towards the Europa League spots yeah, next season do. it's, it's a possibility mm-hmm. do we see West Ham now trying to you know, really kicking on, or you know, considering what's happened in sort of recent seasons. Yeah, I mean, it's the the only real um, direction they can aim in, isn't it? Because it, it has been a good season. It's had its sort of ups and downs, as you say. But um, but I've, they'd have probably taken this at the beginning of the season. I think Pellegrini should be happy, and um, they've, I think you know they, they've got to do a little bit of um, squad renovation, haven't they? But that's that's true of every team, and yeah, I mean, they've, they've they've got to be looking at that surely. Because hmm. this this that section of the table is absolutely up for grabs for. For, for for anybody in, in, in mm. that middle section to stake a claim to be to be seventh effectively to be mm. the top of the rest of the pile and West Ham, we you know with, with the nature of the stadium and 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 some of the players they have already they are in a good position. And, to and, and West Ham have played already against big uh, teams when you sort of see, uh, they've played already oh, they've got results rather of bigger teams because you see a lot of teams around there they race again for the bigger teams and then the teams that are around them or below them they just, you know they're eking out one or draws mm. and you're just like guys 
Like th- that's how you win the the majority of your points. You're not going to win against Man City. You're not going to win against Liverpool. Concentrate on the games games you can win. Yeah, um, Watford might just have an eye on the FA Cup final next weekend as well. Mm. But that's mm. that's is that not a good thing though? Players not playing for their places. It's motivation to just you know see what you can do. Mm. I feel, well like, I, feel like, I feel like it's been Could a good well season be. for West Ham purely because recent years have been quite chaotic and if the owners can stay out of it next season like <laughs> they have this season, Pellegrini will have another year with the, working with that squad under his belt. They should absolutely be gunning for, for, for that. And, I, and it only takes one team to to drop off out of that top six. I mean, does, we're yeah. talking about a top six. Really, what we're talking about is a top two and then another four. Mm. And if, if results go a certain way, Wolves might only finish six points behind Man United. There's mm. not a huge mm. amount of difference. So... There should be opportunity for them because they they Pellegrini appears to have been given money this season to buy players. I mean, they spent quite a lot of money on Felipe Anderson, for example, mm-hmm. it was about thirty odd million pounds, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So, so there's definitely potential there. I think he's a good manager. Yeah. I think he's great for them. You got to say Watford, though. Obviously, they've got the FA Cup final to come. They've had a good season. They have. They yes. will finish with their highest. Uh, they, they'll have the highest finish in, in in the Premier League with their highest ever points tally. It'll be their highest finish in the top flight since 1987. Amazing. They've, they've bought well. They've got some absolute gems in there that they're getting. You know, they're getting a great amount of performance from like Dale Feu, mm-hmm. obviously has sort of you know, been around the block a bit, but he seems to have really found a home there. Decore, obviously, mm-hmm. a great, great find. And Pereira as well. Yeah, got to keep hold of them though. There we go. There's a new story about um, about Mark Noble on the West Ham side of things, um, having more um, assists than um, Kevin De Bruyne, Fred, and Mesut Özil combined. Wow. And I was like, well, that's impressive. It's five. Yeah, well, De Bruyne's been injured. I think I think Noble's actually had quite a good season. Yeah, from yeah. what I've seen, I've, I've at actually thirty-two, it wouldn't, it, I, you wonder how many more seasons like that he'll have. But you know, he's 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 been really good this season. I think so he's done well. well. All right, what is our best bet with Bet Three Six Five, Luke Moore? Uh, he's done better since uh, Jack Wilshere came out of the team playing next to him. I have to say <laughs> that was a bit of a, bit, Rice, bit bit, of a struggle. Bit more, <laughs> yeah. bit more like it. Um, <laughs> our best bet. Bear with me because it's quite a long one, but it's a good. It comes from Darius, and he says, uh, "I think I've discovered the potentially winning the potential winning formula to our best bet conundrum and the mythical." O-R-E best bet hat trick all we have to do is use the same formula that England have if you think about the national team promising so much yet delivering so little we needed a radical overhaul I sat back and thought it couldn't be any worse than the Rodden family (laughs) yet this was only our Gareth Barry moment only recently we had a Bournemouth 5-0 win and thought it couldn't be any worse this was our Big Sam moment (laughs) we still haven't had a win and it pains me to say we finally reached our Iceland moment well enough is enough says Darius so what's changed for England well they put a man in charge who didn't want the job (laughs) <laughs> unlike all other best betters I'm not bothered by the glory of a Rambolo Ari <laughs> and this makes me the prime candidate to be given the role so with this in mind I would like to place £50 on Sergio Aguero to score within the first 20 minutes nice of Brighton v Man City at 6-1 to one, returning £350 including stake if successful the way I see it is Man City will win comfortably against an already safe Brighton with nothing to play for um, blah 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 so fingers crossed for charity and prostates everywhere um, yours truly Darius so that's £50 on Sergio Aguero to score within the first 20 minutes of Brighton v Man City at 6-1 to £350 including stake all proceeds go to Prostate Cancer UK um, please remember you must be over the age of 18 to gamble and do gamble responsibly and for more information go to begamblerware.org that is our best bet with Bet365 look out for it final week of the season uh, uh, something else to get interested in after nice one, a mad does. week a mad, mad week. My are. prostate is a charity. And now, Peter Donaldson, it's time for going for gold. So the heat is on and the time is right. It's time for you, for you to play the game. Cause people are coming, everyone's trying. Trying to be the best that they can. To reach for the sky where the stakes are so high. We're all going for going for gold. Yeah. Oh, Matt Hodgkinson, thank you very much for your uh, message. Uh, we've got uh, Mystery Footballer and you guys. All Stop. you need to do. Is it Lucas Mora? <laughs> no, it's not Lucas oh. Mora. That's your name, isn't it? In, it is, yeah. yeah so in a way, I can take a bit of glory from mm. that. <laughs> we begin on the 21st of February, 1974, when I was born. Mm. Okay. I have appeared for two English clubs, making 179 league appearances, scoring 14 goals. Stop. Manish. Oh, bloody oh, hell. What not, not, not where's two. that come not from? Two. Incorrect. Maybe didn't play with two. Uh, Correct. Uh, I, have, I have four caps for my country playing in the 1998 World Cup. <laughs> That's you chomping at the bit. Four caps. Four caps. I have won the Champions League on two occasions. Ooh, blimey. That's probably, that's probably the cat amongst mm, the pigeons. Big. Mm. Um... 
I can't think of a single guess. I'm, I feel like I'm a bit exhausted. How many goals was it? Week. Yeah. How many goals was it, Pete? Fourteen, uh, I think. Fourteen. In how many yeah. international caps did you did you specify? Four. Four. In two Four Champions League national caps. That's mm. mad. Two Champions League. Two Champions. Stop. Oh no. I was going. I, he's way too old. I was going to say John O'Shea. Incorrect. He's not. For, no, the, the, well, Ireland never played in yeah. the ninety-eight World Cup. Yeah, yeah. I, he's definitely got more than four caps as well. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid game. <laughs> I topped the Premier League for most yellow and red cards in the 06 or seven season. Ah, stop, Olivier Decor. Incorrect. <laughs> Just remember, we got a load of yellow cards <laughs> once. <laughs> there is a band from Preston named after me. Wow, I think he's English. You reckon? Well, <laughs> could be. Four caps for his country. Two Champions Leagues. England. Two Champions Leagues. I think we're next season we need to do this, but we need to do us three against Pete. We have to work Stop. together, yeah. I think. Stop. No, no. That is, no, no, no. It's, Carry it's, on. Okay. I was about to say Phil Neville, but you got it's more the final, than four. It's the final, um, it's the final goal. It's the final, uh, final clue. Balls. I unexpectedly signed for Bolton in the 2003 season, stating I preferred living in Bolton than Stop. Madrid. Didi Haman? Incorrect. Oh, God, Stop. no. It's the city thing. Is it? F- oh, no, it's not. It can't be him. I, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on. Stop. You've got time, you've got time Stop. on this one. Yeah. Stop. No, hang on. Right, Luke's right. still got his go. Has you, he? you go. I'll, I'll do my go in a minute. Ivan Campo. Correct. Yeah. Oh. That's what I was going to say. Marcus Bell. I couldn't think of his name. I didn't. Who else did he play for in England? Um, no, I'll tell you. Lord. He played for Ipswich. Ah, oh, didn't oh, he? God, yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. And I, mm. I had no idea he had four caps. I thought he was very, very yeah. highly capped. Mm. There we go. The more Balls. you know. Thank you, Matt, Matt Hodgkinson. You have uh, nearly defeated us, but not this time, my friend. Yeah. Two mm. Champions Leagues, eh? 2000, 2002. Good on him. Good on him. Good hair as well. Good egg. There we are, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening to the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Bet365. What a rush, eh? That was. Yeah. What a rush. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the, I don't know, the... Legion, Legion of, of Calm. Yeah. <laughs> what, what a rush. Thank you very much, Luke Moore. It's been a pleasure. Or Lucas Moura, as we're yeah. going to call you. I'm probably not worthy of that. <laughs> Luke, Luke Moore's fine. Thank you very much, PT. See you later. Thanks, Jimmy. Cheers. And thank you, listeners. See you on Monday. This was a Radio Staccano production. 